Welcome back, everybody. It's another episode of Pursuit of Profit. I'm your co-host, Chris Angel, here with your host, Leanne Ozane-Smith. Hello. Hi, Chris. Hello. Hi. Hi. Guess, what a... I'm gonna do... well, guess what I'm going to do today. <laughs> what are you doing today? I am going to throw myself under the bus. Oh, juicy. I like it. <laughs> everybody loves that. I, can't I am going to... to tell all of my own dirty laundry. That's a really good teaser. And all of the things that I did wrong with money when I was stymied, yeah. stalled, <laughs> yes, right. and waiting, right? Yeah. It's really good. You guys go back and listen to the last episode um, where we talked about money and the hero's journey because it really sets up sort of, uh, you, can, you can see Leanne's story today and throwing herself under the bus inside <laughs> of these seasons we covered in the hero's journey episode. Um, but first of all, let me say um, thank you for being transparent and vulnerable today. I know sure. it's not your favorite thing to do, but I also know, like, I also know <laughs> that um, none of us are perfect. None of us have it figured out. And, but you have figured some things out in, I have. in but your very, journey. Yeah. And it's actually, it, I would go as far to say, I don't know that you've ever specifically said this. I would go as far to say it's what birthed this work that you're doing now. Like this profit uh, first coaching that you do. Yeah. Right. Is actually sourced from the lessons in life you learned and they are very painful lessons in terms of very money. Painful. So, so <laughs> let's, let's discuss them because I, what, what I want for you as listeners is to hear where you might be in this process and just know that there are answers and there is, uh, there is another side to the story. So, yep. so take me back. Like, um, you know, we called this episode a million dollars, not profitable. Like, yep. Take me back. I'll just, I'll just come right out and say it. Yeah. So in 2006, um, I made my business made over a million dollars and I was like rocking it. Right. I was like doing work and making money and it was awesome. Yeah. Except there was a dirty little secret and the dirty little secret. I kept it from my husband. I mm. kept it from everybody around me. Um, and that dirty little secret is that I was making some really bad financial decisions mm. and uh, there was a very bad night one night <laughs> where my husband came to me and he said, he gave me permission to share this story. Nice. <laughs> so, um, okay, he came to me and said, "Hun, we have bills. I need you to give me some money. And I looked at him and said, um, I can't. And he's like, what? And the truth of the matter is that I literally could not give him a hundred dollars. This wow. is the truth. I made a million, but I couldn't give my husband a hundred dollars when he came and asked me to contribute to the family. Wow. So needless to say, we had a nice fight. Yeah, yeah. yeah that would be a <laughs> And um, I'll never forget him saying to me, Leanne, no, he was nicer than that. But what, how could you make a million dollars and not be able to give me a hundred? Hmm. That, how, how? And I just, I mean, I was petrified. Mm. I felt like the smallest, dumbest, stupidest girl in the world. And here I've got this man that I'm losing his respect. And it's just awful, right? Yeah. He, he throws in there, and you walked away from a six-figure salary to go start this business? You can't give me $100? Like, what are you going to do to fix it? Right. And I, I just was like, I, I don't know. Because here's the thing. Mm. I had already done all the things that good little entrepreneurs were supposed to do. Mm -hmm. I went and hired anybody who had a C in their credentials. 
CPA, <laughs> you know, CFPs, CEOs, CFOs, people who were gurus, because I knew and felt that something wasn't going wrong because we're right. Money right. was coming in yeah. and I was, you know, being fabulous and I was on speaking tour, but I was kind of watching it, but I could tell like money was coming in, but it was going out faster than I could fill up the bank accounts. There was this stress that I was unconsciously carrying around and I yeah. remember feeling like the juggle. And so then I decided to do something really smart, not smart. <laughs> I decided that, and I see people do this all the time. Um, they're like, I'm like, okay, cash flow just gets really tight at this point of the month. It's stressing me out and I'm on the road, so I can't do this. And so I, I opened up a line of credit. Um, cause I'm like, that'll work. Like the money eventually comes in. And so I started this behavior of like putting payroll on line of credit and then the demands of the business and the stuff and just, just the normal business life, I would get to the end of the month and I couldn't pay the line of credit off. And so I created a monster. I created a six figure line of credit instead yeah. of a six figure salary. Right, right, right. right, right. And so I, but I, in that I made really conscious business investments. Like I hired the gurus and I, mm -hmm. and all the gurus could say to me about how to fix this financial problem was cut expenses mm. and make more money. And I'm like, thanks. You know, <laughs> thanks for that. Thanks for that. You know, I've already tried that. Right. Um, and so things were just out of control and I, my husband didn't know about the line of credit. I had, <laughs> I just, yeah. I kept thinking it would fix. I kept thinking it would get better right. and it wasn't, it was getting worse. And there I am that one night in the basement, looking my husband of 11 years in the eyes and saying, I can't give you a hundred dollars. And I'm having to answer his scornful, but righteous yeah, <laughs> questions. Yeah. Yeah, right. Questions that probably the gurus that I hired should have asked me. Um, right. So I don't want to leave the story there because obviously we moved beyond it. Right, um, yeah. And so, but before you tell the rest of the story, I want to talk to the audience and just say like, you've been following this podcast or this vlog, you know that I'm always saying, oh, I get it. Oh, I know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or if you've worked with me, you know, I'll sit there with you and go, oh, that hurts. I know. I know. Yeah. I know because I've been there. Mm -hmm. But the truth is <laughs> I don't yeah. tell this story. Um, because I too decided that it was shameful and it's hard for me to share my failure. Right. Um, but I want to do it in the spirit of serving other business owners because I am no longer stymied and stalled. I am right. in the next phase of yep. what I'm meant to do. And so yep. part of that means I need to share my shit. So here yep. it is. I so, think, well, I, I just want to say that because I think sometimes, um, I think there's a lot of us in business walking around pretending like we've got it all together, right? We're making whatever we're making. Maybe most of us aren't making a million a year, but, but we're making money and whether we're trying to put a good uh, face on for our family. Yep. I was. <laughs> uh, part of that's just, um, and I don't, I think for a lot of people, it's not even trying to be um, dupl duplicitous, right? No. It's just that we're trying to be strong for our family and we're, and yeah. we're trying to figure it out as we go. Yeah. But that's sensitive. Like I know, like in our family, like we start having conversations, sometimes opposites attract, like my wife likes stability and mm -hmm. I have a higher risk tolerance. <laughs> if she knew half the time, like, you know, like how tight it can get, it's like, 
that conversation probably wouldn't go well. Yeah. <laughs> and so rather than create concern and worry over here with her, I just shoulder it, mm-hmm. believing that what I'm up to is important. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I think sometimes that's where we find ourselves. But we all have this thing where it's like, God, am I stupid? Am I just dumb? Like, why? And I, so thank you for sharing it because it gives us permission mm-hmm. to just not feel alone or like we're like, like we're not the only ones that, you know, are wrestling with this issue. Oh, not at all. Most in people fact, are. In fact, you as an expert, because I would consider you an expert in this, because you have gotten to the other side and you now can guide us to where you oh, are. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like that you, the expert, have been here. And in fact, because you were here is what makes you an expert. So, yeah. I mean. I'm not sure I'm proud of it, but yes, that's well, true. <laughs> well, I'm proud of it because, you. you know, you rose above, you rose above it. You figured yep. it out. You cracked yep. the code. And now you get to help us, you get to help us crack the code too. So, so I spent, I was totally mortified when all this happened. And so I did something rash because I'm kind of that, I'm kind of that behavior type. So I went into the office, I laid everybody off, but one person. Hmm. um, And I just like hunkered down and I I was just like, I don't, I don't know what to do. So first of all, I, I had to like, get through the depression and the shame, but it wasn't going to go anywhere. Like my husband was not, he is like the most easygoing man in the world, but he was not being easygoing about this. Right. Mm, yeah. Especially when he learned there was a six figure line of credit. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, that was a bad day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a bad day. <laughs> <laughs> spoiler uh, alert. It's paid off. Spoiler. Yeah. Um, and so what I did is I, I, I got mad and um, I did the only thing that I knew to do. So, Quickly, I want everybody to know, like, I have a degree in English. (laughs) I love books and the theater and things like that. So, like, sitting down with bank statements was just the only thing I could think of because I I didn't, at that time, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't a financial planner like I am now. I just was, like, a a depressed businesswoman um, with a six-figure line of credit and no money. So, I went through my bank statements and I had highlighters and I, I looked and I looked and I looked at what I spent money on and what I did that priorities started to reveal themselves because I looked at months and months and months and I figured out my, my behavior yeah. um, and the, bo- the bottom line of looking at all of that is I saw some naivete pop up. Mm. I saw some misguided decisions like that were, in other words, stupid decisions that I yeah. told myself were good business decisions. But when I look at it with this like new perspective, I'm like, why did I do that? Yeah. Why did I spend that money on that? And so this picture started to form in front of my eyes. And then when I was seeing it, I was like, if I had made that choice, I wouldn't have had this conversation tonight. Mm-hmm. If I wouldn't have done that with my money, I could have done this instead. And so my brain was just sorting it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, after I did all of that, I, I kind of got out of the ashes, so to speak, because I had some clarity. Mm-hmm. And that clarity is I made a million dollars, but I spent a million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, that's kind of the bump bump. Yes, of course. And mm-hmm. it, it, that's obvious, but it, it wasn't obvious to me at the time. Yeah. And it isn't obvious to most of the people that I work with. Right. right, right, right. So, um, so I went back to work. I had the exact same employee, the mm-hmm. exact same product, mm-hmm. um, exact same pricing structure, but what changed in me is I had this total commitment 
to beating this. I'm super competitive. Mm -hmm. And so I started to alter the way that I um, made business decisions mm -hmm. and I started to alter the way I handled money. And one of the things that I did that, and this was like 2007, um, I had this thought and I was like, look, every dollar that I don't spend in my, you know, business 2.0, <laughs> yeah. um, every dollar that I don't spend is actually profit. When you really think about it, profit yeah. is most people frame it as profit is what's left over after you've paid all of your bills. Right, right, right. I, I don't frame it that way. I'm like, no, mm. profit is money that wasn't spent on the business. That's mm. how we frame it. So I was like, when I choose and I make a business decision, um, I'm going to start right away. Like my first goal was I had to have a paycheck or my husband might have divorced me, right? Like it was serious. I had to get it done. So I knew I had to pay myself and I knew I had to protect my profit from my bad behavior. Yeah. <laughs> and so I started this process in 2007 of like, okay, I'd look at the bank account and I'd move money out then and to save my profit. And I figured out a way to pay myself. Mm -hmm. um, and I, we won't go into all the details, but what I can tell you is it took about two years to get to the place where I was out of that financial fog and yeah. I paid off my line of credit. I wow. paid myself. Wow. Um, I kept, I still have yeah. the same employee. She still works for me. Wow. I, you know, like just like we got out of it and yeah. we got out of it, not because I'm brilliant. Um, and not because of anything other than I changed what I did with money yeah. dramatically. Yep. Um, and I changed what, how I made business decisions mm -hmm. and I created profitable habits like paying myself first, right. taking my profit and sending it to safety. And yep. one of my most triumphant moments, it was after about two years of this hard work and I failed a lot and it didn't always work like I'm talking about, but for the most part, yep. we got through those two years. The business was still fine, viable. Um, and I, I'll just never forget, like I had a $45,000 check, um, and it was the profits that I had sent away, right? I just kind of made myself not have them. Like they go over there, they go over there. Yeah. Um, and so I walked in with a clear conscience, knowing that I was no longer <laughs> on a payment plan with the IRS. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was no longer in this terrible situation where I had a line of credit that I had to yeah. deal with. Right. And so I took this check and I took it to my financial advisor and I gave it to her and said, please invest this because I wanted to know that that those profits I'd squirreled away would create profit of their own. Yeah. Um, and so that's my dirty little story. Wow. Chris. <laughs> it's a good one. That's super oh my gosh. So embarrassing. It's so good though, because it's, um, because it's real. Yes, it was real. <laughs> um, I can't think of any person who hasn't had at least any American person who hasn't had this type of colorful conversation with their significant other right. or their own um, internal dialogue about who they think they are based on what has happened with money. And you, and then you either break through that or you yeah. stay a prisoner of it, yeah. but we've all had it. So it's not like, right. It's not like it's unique to you, no. uh, you Leanne. It's not like it's unique to you listening to this. The, the only question is whether you break through to the other side or you stay stuck in your prison of, you know, shame and, yeah. embarrassment and whatever or bankruptcy or anything yeah, like that. Right, right. Right. Sometimes the, the, I think the, the load you carry with all that shame, that weight, that darkness of oh, that so can keep awful. you 
um, from wanting to make a change because you're just like, I don't even know where I'd start. I'm so buried in a six-figure uh, line of credit. Yep. Um, I, my, my relationship with my significant other is beyond repair because of the choices I've made. Like, There's a lot of places where we can get where we feel like, I don't know if I could ever get to the other side of it. And so what we do then is we take this, the seed of what was a good business and we just throw it away. Mm-hmm. We throw our dreams away because we don't know how to get to the other side. Yeah, yeah. Um, on that note, I would say that uh, a true confession here is that when my dreams were in charge of my business, mm-hmm. there was no profit. But when I got to the place where I was like, look, I can have my dream mm-hmm. and I can have profit if I would just be smart. Yeah. Um, the, the, that's where a lot of the shift happened. It happened, it's going to sound really touchy-feely. And I'm, I, you know, Chris, I'm not a yeah. touchy-feely girl. I know. But um, it's like I had to really like own and feel the condemnation mm. that I felt and just mm-hmm. be like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. It was going to feel like such an ex- ex- enormous failure because here's what we do as business owners. I did it for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. You know, people come up to me in that terrible season before my husband confronted me yeah. and I was putting payroll on a line of credit. Um, people come up to me and say like, hey, how's business? And I do what every business owner does when yeah. you ask that question. Because everybody assumes that your business is going well. It's not really politically correct to say, you know, it sucks. I'm actually putting um, payroll on a line of credit right now and <laughs> kind of <Yeah>. stressed. <laughs> like, right, right. Nobody says that. They right. don't do it. And so I would say, oh, it's awesome. I just got back from a six city speaking tour. I had such a good time. I met such great people. But in me, I was like, I felt like I was fraud. Like I was lying to people who really cared about me yeah. um, and lying to myself. And at some point, I just reached the point of like, I, I have to fix it. And leaving my business wasn't an option because I had this line of credit. So I didn't even get to right. walk away from it. I right. had to yeah. stick in there and do it. Um, and I'm so glad that I did. I'm yeah. so glad that I did. It was, um, yeah. I, I feel like probably 50% of the time that people come to me, I'm talking them out of walking away from their business. Like, don't do it. Right. Fix what's broken. Yeah. Don't throw away the seed. Like you just said, fix right. what's fix right. the right thing, not the yeah. wrong thing. Yeah. So that's my journey little story. That's, that's totally <laughs> what, go back like last episode on the hero's journey, that's totally what can happen when you're mm-hmm. stymied or you're stalled, you, you start grasping for things and you might throw away your business. I also love what you said about like, um, you know, there's this thing about like, you can't really have a breakthrough until you experience the fullness of your breakdown. And yeah. because it's not comfortable to confront the ugly feelings of it, we, we, we medicate, we distract ourselves, right? Um, whatever your vice is or whatever your distraction mechanism is, we just push those feelings down, down, down. Yep. But, but, in, but until you actually come face to face with the demons of it, the dragon, the, the shadowy yeah. painfulness of it, yeah. you can't actually commit. You won't actually commit in a way that sticks. True. Yeah. Totally true. Yeah. You know, um, this, this, if this thing changed my life, right? Yep. It, it, it changed who I am as a human being. Mm. You know, it was, it, I, I could no longer be like, you know, fabulous and like get away with it. And then like, I had to get really serious and because it changed my life and changed my being, my heart changed yeah, in this situation. Right. Um, I really, I got to a place where I was like, 
the next time somebody asks me for help, I'm going to give them real help. Mm. Um, the irony, let's throw this in. Let's just, look, this is the cherry on top. The irony of all of this is that I have always, the only businesses I have ever owned have been financial in nature. Oh, wow. So on some level, when I was running around the country and I was doing my thing on stage, um, I was talking about money. Wow. And I I was in a place where I was close to failure with that. So um, the the passion that I have for what I do comes from the basic prop, the basic two problems. Um, I didn't have any financial credentials when I went through this, but after I got through it, I was like, I am going back to school and I'm going to figure out how to put some letters after my name that are financial. Like for me, that was like the boom, I conquered it. Right. 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 I'm so competitive. You know me. I was (laughs) like, I'm doing that. Um, and so that, that's partially why I went back to school. So I I really want to help people with their finances. And so for a while I was doing this thing where I was only doing financial planning and figuring out how to talk to people about investments and and that kind of thing. But oh my word, it's so boring (laughs) to talk about (laughs) life insurance, although I like life insurance, life insurance, investments, the same conversation all the time. And about three years ago, I reached a place where I was like, look, Mm-hmm. I am not doing it this way anymore. Like right. I'm skilled. I'm good at what I do. I want to work with business owners. I want to put my see it, you know, my, my financial planner hat on. Yep. And I want to walk into a room of business owners and say, you're stuck financially. I know how to get out of it, get you out of it because I got out of it. Right. Um, and so that's really where my profit coaching practice came from and why yeah. I'm so stinking determined, right? Yeah. Like got to figure out how to reach people with this because Almost all business owners that I know want to have this conversation. They just don't know who to talk to. Yeah. So good. I love <laughs> it. That's why I love what you're up to. So thanks. Well, the, the best place for you guys to, li- to start with Leanne, if you're listening to this, is to go to profitdiscoverycall.com and schedule time with Leanne. Is that right, yes. Leanne? Or do you want to point them anywhere else? No, that's perfect. I know you got some fun things that you're working on. So well, we, can, we can leave that as a reveal for later. But, yeah, that's coming uh, later. <laughs> for now... For now, you guys can go to profitdiscoverycall.com and connect with Leanne there, schedule time on her calendar. It's a free conversation, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And uh, I've been through the Profit Discovery Call conversation and it's amazing. Like what you get in a free call with Leanne is incredible. All those questions she said she wishes the, C people, the C-suite the people would have <laughs> asked her, like she asks you incredible questions and you leave that meeting with lots of perspective and you'll most likely want to work with her moving forward to help you really get to the other side of your profit. So, um, any last minute thoughts, Leanne? Nope. I, I think I'm done throwing myself under the bus uh, I think for, you like, did it. for the next 20 years. I hey, think I'm done. <laughs> you did it great. You did it great. That's a great origin story. You keep sharing that story. <sighs> okay. I'm Just trying. I love it. All right. Well, we'll see you later, friend. Uh, all you Bye. listening, catch you next time. Bye. See you later. <laughs>